And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guests, comedian Jenna Kim Jones, comedian Andy Alan Kim Moss, Allison's old best friend Dustin Goot, and Chef Jeff is here to share his recipe for kicking ass. I'm still her husband, Daniel, asking you to seriously brush your damn tongues. Hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with perfect good times never end. Allison Rosen. Hello, my little onion rings. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. And in case you're wondering, yes, while Daniel is doing that intro, I am in the corner gesturing, going more energy, more energy, and doing like the weird same head movement when he says tonight and all that. And I just want to say, excellent job. Thank you, darling. Just Nailed like it. we practiced. Just mm-hmm. kidding. I'm not privy to uh, hearing these before you guys all hear. We all hear them together. I want to say hello to my guest. Hello, Dustin. Hello. Hello, Jenna. Hey. Hello, Alan. hey Hello, Daniel. Hello. <laughs> and hello, Jeff. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Whoa. Nice. Whoa. That's what I. That's what I do. Someone when I'm else has been practicing. <laughs> I'm not I like paying it. attention. I think. Oh, this, I got to make this big because I'm not paying attention. But no, that was big. That was Jeff. Chef that Jeff was big. big. <laughs> All right. That was big. I don't want to make you uncomfortable. Please do. <laughs> but wait, was there supposed to be some drop in the midst of all that? Because I waited a beat. You had said. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Hello, right. listeners. Welcome. Um, like a well-oiled machine. <laughs> you said before I introduce a certain person, wait a beat. And so I, I did. But I know that you are a perfectionist, and you're going to want to cut all this out. And I say, let's leave this gold in. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Should we do it again, though, nope. so we can hear it? Nope. I just have to move on? Yep. I just have to walk <gasps> right past it? We'll get to We it. don't get to hear it? I can't do it. We'll do it. All right. Next week? Or we'll sometime do. in this show. I'll just move we'll on. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> My bad. No, no. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> but it's okay. These things happen when you're live, but you're also recorded. Anyway, hello, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for all your support. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe, tell a friend, etc. I love you. So lots to get to in this show. We have some new things. We have a new segment. We possibly have a guest that's going to be arriving around mid-show. We have your Just Mirror Everyone's. We have your iTunes comment of the weeks. And we have all sorts of stories, including one that involves polygamous, but doesn't involve any of us, as far as I know. Um, (laughs) So I've had a fun week of doing podcasts. Like I'm doing a podcast tour. And... By the time you hear this, it will have aired, so I can say this. I did Jimmy Pardo's Never Not Funny podcast. Do you guys listen to that one? He cool, is I have. hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so much fun. I did, so this was yesterday. I did his podcast, and then there's another podcast called Things We Learned that's um, the host of that has been direct, we've been direct messaging for like a year trying to find a time. Um, not like it's that, I'm not saying it. No, I guess I'm saying it takes a year to book me. I'm in demand. <laughs> no, it's just been like, it, we just haven't been able to find a time because oftentimes he's on the booking schedule of booking real last minute and I'm not really on a 
I can't do it like that same day usually. Um, and you know, it used to be that oftentimes he would record when I'm recording. However, I have more free time now. And it turned out that I was available after Never Not Funny. And I was like, am I going to do two podcasts back to back? I think I am. So basically, all told, I spent about five hours doing podcasts. And I came home and I was in such a good mood. And I didn't realize how much I had missed doing professional podcasts outside of my home with other people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just weird. Mm. Um, you know, it's sort of like if I'm on deadline for writing and then I remember, oh yeah, I'm a writer and I feel good when I'm doing that. And it's that challenge that we've talked about when you're an adult. Um, but now this extra challenge, not just being an adult, but being self-employed. It's that thing where it's like, I'm actually happier when I'm busy and when I'm challenging myself, but it's hard to choose that for yourself because I'm also of the mindset that I'm like, oh, a day where I don't have to do anything. I love that. So I don't know. It's, I, don't, I guess I'm struggling a bit to find that balance, and I'm wondering how everyone else handles that, and especially I'm wondering with you, Jenna, since yeah. you also, for the most part, work at home. That's my like daily life where it's like, okay, I could be really productive and feel great and actually accomplish something, or I could lay on the couch and watch Netflix <laughs> and watch really dumb shows that I don't care about, and then... It's like, honestly, it's a battle every day. It's this weird. So usually it's like on the really, on the days when it, when Netflix wins out, <laughs> my computer's on my lap while I'm watching Netflix so that I'm so if anyone sort looks at of you, working. Think. <laughs> so the boss walks by. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm totally into this. I'm doing, yeah, yeah, yeah. tweeting right now. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it's a daily struggle. It doesn't get easy. Well, maybe it gets easier for people who are like really really great at accomplishing tasks. Well, I also find, at least for me now that I'm recording at home, and I love recording at home. There's no part of me, at least now, and now we're three months in, so it's very early days, but there's no part of me that's like, I wish this was were somewhere else. But, you know, and Daniel and I have talked about this, mm-hmm. there is now no division between my work life and my personal life. And I think that 95% of the conversations, sorry, I'm totally, I'm putting our marriage on blast. Oh boy. Oh. <laughs> no, but it's, it, I think it's all, if it's, it's not necessarily good, but it's not bad. Um, it's, it can be though, because it can turn into work all the time. So I've noticed that with Al where he'll actually just say to me like, time to shut it down because all you've done is talk about work mm-hmm. until it's nine o'clock. I can't do this anymore. Like that's yeah. all we talk yeah. about. I mean, I w- that's what I, what I was going to say. I feel like about 95% of our conversations are about this show mm-hmm. and about me. And it's not an unfair Nothing's balance. Nothing's changed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> no, in reality though, it's ratcheted up yeah, quite a reality. bit. I mean, it's never been 50, 50, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's not a problem so much because I enjoy talking about this stuff. So it's not like, uh, you know. Well, that's true. It's not like I have to force you to talk about it. But don't you feel a bit like other aspects of our lives are being neglected? Mm, I don't. You don't? Should I? <laughs> Do you well, feel like right, then? I don't, yeah, there needs to be more snack talking? <laughs> yeah. Like the balance is out of order. Yeah. I mean, that's what's going on in our lives, though. I mean, it's that and trying to get pregnant. He's and, probably you know. saving all the personal stuff for the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the material. <laughs> exactly. That's what and then I do. after the show, he's like, oh, finally, I can talk about the show. Yeah, this is my <laughs> opportunity to address things with you. Well, the good thing that we're talking about the show during the show, then, because then mm-hmm. that'll allow. Wait. 
I'm now confused. What does that leave in the off time? Now, now he can squeeze some of the personal stuff mm-hmm. uh, back into our personal into, lives. Yeah, not on blast. <laughs> right. Unblasted. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I was talking to Jimmy Pardo's producer because they have a space in Studio City. And he was saying that Jimmy initially did the show in his dining room. Of course, my ears perked up. Because I invented this, goddammit. <laughs> um, and I was asking, you know, what made them decide to get a space. And it was that I, th- some, I think Jimmy just didn't love having everyone in his house. Um, although I, I like it, for now at least. Uh, but I was thinking, I wonder if I will get to that point where I wish I had a space. Because right now that just sounds like a drag. Actually having to, like, put on... Well, still sweatpants o'clock... The, the, the hour hand and the minute hand have not reached 12 yet on sweatpants o'clock. So I still am wearing non-sweatpants. Although I'm wearing a hoodie and I'm incredibly comfortable right now. So we're getting closer Good. and closer. I was going to say, you have sweatpants accompanying uh, like outerwear on. Right. So I've got, a, I've got a hoodie, which is fleece, essentially. It's yeah. like if, we were, if we were sitting in class waiting for sweatpants o'clock, it would be that time where like... We could follow the seconds hand. Yeah. Because, you know. Where the teacher would be getting mad that, that anyone is starting to pack up their bags. Right. Like, not right. on my time. Yeah. <laughs> I release you, not the bell. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> right. So we're getting closer and closer. But right now, the idea of having to get dressed in the morning and go somewhere is like, ugh, I don't want that. Yeah. I Here, think that's yeah. because it, I, because I'm still in the honeymoon phase of, let's call it what it is unemployment (laughs) (laughs) yeah pretty much Uh, yeah but you know what i my dream and i just talked about this recently is that it would be really nice to um have a studio and the space just like in a basement so it's still in the same place but like you have to walk down the stairs to get to it right then you have some divide but there's no car involved exactly or like a a, you know a, a guest house in the back yeah something, something where yes. it's like i'm i'm at home but i'm not at home mm-hmm. and when i leave this area i it's i'm at home you the know funny thing is that that is what the dining room is for us. yeah we never use <laughs> we it never, <laughs> we never we never used this part of the house because we are that classy couple that eats dinner on the couch yeah. uh, when we started to use it i found i dinner. found a guy who was sleeping under the table and he, <laughs> i had to it was hit, Jeff. Him. yeah <laughs> <laughs> just what are you guys doing here? <laughs> you snore like Big Bird on Sesame Street. I mean, not the what are you guys doing here with the... <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Dustin, do you and your lady friend eat at a table like adults? No. And when you said that, I was just wondering who is the last person in America who eats at a dining room table? Yeah. I don't... I can't even... Like, not just do we not eat there, but like when... I feel like when we go over and like visit people, it's like everyone just sort of like grabs a spot on the couch. I can't, I can't even remember the last like home cooked meal I had at a table. It's Maybe usually I, probably when I visit my parents. It's usually like Thanksgiving or something. You know, it's like an occasion where you do that. Even the Thanksgiving last year was at my girlfriend's. I mean, there was, I guess, the table set and some people sat there but also like couches were an option tv mm-hmm. t- like there were it's like the the table was just one of many acceptable places to eat i think if you have maybe if you have kids that's when you start utilizing that's what table. it seems like yeah because you got to like talk to them and like get to know them right <laughs> does that, i mean do I think families do works. that anymore i don't think <laughs> that's a question. how modern yeah, families I work people i think with kids families. insist on being in front of the tv well like, like my dad and, and his kids they would just they had like a um 
like I don't know what you'd call it, like one of those raised bar type things in the kitchen with the stools, mm-hmm. and they would just have a TV on the counter, and everyone would just sort of fend for themselves. There was no official time when they would eat. It was just you know, yeah, whenever. Hmm. Am I the only? I can't be the only person here who actually used to sit down and have dinner with the family. Oh, I used to. I did. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. You just oh, think, yeah. That, think that's not the way it, it works is. anymore. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In the eighties, sure, <laughs> we were all doing it. <laughs> right. You know. We well, were, there was no stigma about it then. Yeah, people didn't know what they know now. It was so new. We, you know, right. My mom is still like she can't stand it when the whole family's together. We have a TV in our kitchen, so she'll watch TV when she's alone. But if we're all there and the TV's on, she like can't take it. It's like turn the TV off. We're gonna talk to each other, and it's the same in the car. Like even as adults, yeah. if she if someone turns music on, she's like, nope. Turn it off. We're talking. And we're like, uh-oh. <laughs> Tell me something interesting. And I'm like, I, I got nothing. I got nothing. Oh, wait. Yeah. Doesn't she actually put pressure on you to yes. tell her something interesting? Yes, that's yes. a real thing. And she Tough. hates it when you reply to texts with okay, yes, no. Even if it just warrants an okay, yes, or no. She wants an interesting answer back. What? And what would qualify as an interesting I'm so fascinated like a- with Janae. <laughs> what would be an interesting answer? Like if she asked... Are you going to the store later? You'd be like, of course I'm going to the store because that's where I get all my trinkets, you know? (laughs) (laughs) We really need video for the hand motions that go with trinkets. It was like something out of um, Little Mermaid. Oh, thank (laughs) you. Like bobs and trinkets galore, you know? But Mm -hmm. I can tell you're trying... That's the kind of energy this podcast needs. Thank you. Because you were trying to make it super interesting (laughs) by gesticulating wildly the audience can hear the gesticulations yeah Yeah. Yeah, exactly (laughs) yeah and now before text like growing up was that was this a thing as well oh yeah oh yeah she just requires a lot more that sounds exhausting yeah yeah we uh we didn't oh no we listened to some of your pod we drove back to Utah together on Friday. We listened to some of your podcasts. Oh, we listened oh, thank to you. some Did of you my like podcasts. Oh, Allison. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's hard to tell where she was pointing. Uh, and uh, and that was about it. And then we just chatted the rest of the time. But my mom is rather entertaining. Do you think maybe she launched your podcast career, though? Because you weren't allowed to ever say anything not interesting. <laughs> maybe. you. It's like you had the... There's pressure all the time. The ultimate training. <laughs> no, nothing could leave your mouth that wasn't yeah. interesting to others. You got a buck slip you carry around with you all day, like with notes on things to talk about. With when your you mom. Get home. I, should, I should like thank yeah. her. Yeah, she, the Jones family is very good. entertaining. Yeah. They... We have talent shows. It's a whole, like, there's wow. productions. It's a big deal. You know what I, I like? no idea. I like mm-hmm. the people, who, the families that have homes where there's, like, a little stage we had in the that. living room. Oh, oh we did. What did kind you really? Of stage? Uh, yeah. It doubles a trampoline. Uh, no, well, <laughs> here, like, our living room, you have to go down two steps to get into it. And Already. so the top of the oh, steps nice. would be the stage area. And then, um, uh, the, this is so embarrassing. And then we had tons of, we have a full sound system. So your microphone does well. Wow. It's a big deal. Wow. Yeah. Every, well, when we were younger, before my older siblings started having so many kids, because they all each have multiple children, mm-hmm. uh, we would do like big, extravagant programs that were so much fun, that were so hilarious and entertaining. Yeah. You had to, we had to like write songs. Mm-hmm. For that sounds I, fun. When I started yeah. dating you, it was like, yeah, we wrote a song. We had to write a Christmas song to make fun of her whole family. And I'm like, yeah. I've never even met these people. And <laughs> singing a song oh, wow. to them. <laughs> yeah, Who spearheads weird. this? Your mom? My mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, we had to buy you a Diet Coke costume one year. Yeah, that was important. So that you could go it dress was her, as Diet Coke. It was her. I have that costume. Do you yeah, really? Right? It's like, yeah. I got it this year. Yeah. But and not to go as Diet I put it inside out to be a tornado for a Sharknado. Ooh. Oh, that oh, works. That's a good idea. Oh, yeah. that totally would work because it's all broad on the shoulders. Yeah, look at that. It's all cylindrical. Mm-hmm. Some Your people think that off. it needs to be more conical, the tornado but i think they can have both yeah. shapes just say you're just an f5 her eyes <laughs> at those people tornadoes are perfectly conical <laughs> all right i don't even know what that word means that's why i rolled my eyes i'm like forget it <laughs> i'm not smart enough for that comment and i don't like it <laughs> i think meaning it would be like a v okay like, like come yeah down. that yeah. makes sense yeah that's right. kind of what i assumed yeah so did you glue sharks to it and stuff uh, no, my girlfriend went as a shark, and then I was oh, a tornado. We nice. were a Sharknado. But we stitched like uh, toy cars, and she drew trees, and we taped them on, nice. so you, you could see all the stuff that got swept up in the tornado. Perfect. <laughs> you want to tell them what our, co- our joint costume was, sweetie? I don't remember. That's because we never do. Oh, costumes. right. Yeah. Because no, you hate, Hall- you hate Halloween. I hate fun. But I love I it. it. And I always, I'm always disappointed every year. I know. Before me, there was spirit gum. Oh, yeah. There was putty. Shit was going down. He taped shit to his Halloween. face. He no, was like, anymore. he got so into Halloween that when I saw photos, I was like, there's just a bunch of characters. I don't even know which one is you. Yeah, Thankfully, I was Bill the Butcher from, from uh, Gangs in New York. That was exciting. You were a lion one year, right? Uh, Maybe no, that I was a wasn't werewolf. you. No, no, no. I was like a werewolf. <laughs> well, whatever. Anyway, those days same, are over. Same, same. <laughs> uh, you could uh, do that if you want. Yeah. I just uh, won't be taking part in it. I'll just go out with other people. That's I can just fine. see you in here sitting on the couch dressed up. like Just whatever. the saddest man <laughs> in the <laughs> neighborhood. Hey. We dress we our dress dog our do- up. <laughs> <laughs> we do, we, I do get it out by dressing. I tried to dress Wendy as Miss Piggy, but she wasn't having it. Oh, so that would have I got to so start cute. now. You know what? I have to start now getting her used to costumes. Yeah. yeah. For Halloween. Yeah. She's my snuggleberries. <laughs> oh! oh! <laughs> oh I God. love it. Best oh drop Lord. ever. That. <laughs> I'm going to need to hear that again. Oh, She's my snuggleberries. <laughs> oh, my God. What Thank has become of me? <laughs> now, some people have... Re- peop- a lot of people have a lot of opinions about a lot of stuff. And they one do. of the opinions they have, yeah, one of the nicer opinions, is that it needs to be Wendy's bark. So... I don't know how we're going to get that because she doesn't bark that much except when... You know how we can get her to bark? I'll pretend to be on the phone. Or you could just ring the doorbell. Here, yeah, I'll, that'll drive her. I'll hold the microphone up to her. Wendy, come here. Come here. Come here, Wendy. Whoa. Wendy. <laughs> She's so ferocious. <laughs> she, doesn't, she doesn't seem to like it. She has a funny bark, though. It's like this almost... Like, she's not fully confident in her bark. So it's like, she'll have the first, like, Arr! and then she'll go, Arr! 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 Yeah, and then she goes, like, she's, right? Oh, my God. It almost sounds like a seal. I know. So, Jenna, you said you saw Polygamous? Yes. So, on my drive from California to Utah, we were driving, and like I've seen polygamists before in Southern Utah randomly, but this How was can you like tell? Do they look like oh, okay. It's like, like right away, like prairie, <laughs> just like what you see on TV. The dresses yeah. from Homemade their neck clothes. to their ankles, big boots. They have French, weird French braids, and like big poofy bangs. Oh, that's the great look. It I is, didn't expect the poofy bangs. Oh, like 
crazy like yeah. claws and then they also <laughs> do like the big sort of like bump like of hair mm-hmm. anyway we were driving and i see this white van parked on the side of the road and this is right before we go into the canyon in arizona to get oh, yeah. to utah and um it was like this huge big white van on the side of the road and it was later in the day and then all these little kids started hopping out of it and like running around and like it's nasty desert there it's not it's not nice or whatever so they're just like running around and you could tell immediately the girls little tiny girls probably like five years old the tiniest sister wives yes in the crazy dresses and the braids and the weirdness so that was there were a whole van full where do they shop or do they make Costco? What? Because then we went to get gas in the car and we just got it at Costco because it's right off the freeway. And then my mom was like, ah, let's get something to eat. So we walked into Costco. We bought hummus and chips. And I mean, I just want you guys to know the full details please. of my yeah, Costco please. trip. Yeah, tell us everything. <laughs> there were Did like, you get any samples? Uh, no, they didn't really have any really? good ones. Yeah. It was like Friday at... Probably six or seven. Oh, it's a bad time. Yeah. They closed, they closed yeah, that they shit down. Yeah, they shut down. Snapchat. <laughs> and they, there were at least three different families of polygamists, like carts full of stuff. Tons and tons and tons of stuff. Well, they had and, to buy in volume. It makes sense. Yeah. And all dressed in those crazy outfits. And some of the girls' dresses were a little bit too short, Ooh. but you didn't see their ankles because they had pants on underneath that went all the way down to their like to the bottom of their feet pants like leggings or safety coverage yeah because you can't show ankles yeah heaven forbid but where do they buy the clothing do you think or do they they make make i think they must make make their own clothing i think that makes sense yeah because it's it doesn't look that great anyway it's kind of like weird fitting and it looks so uncomfortable I just can't imagine because it's hot in southern Utah. They too. actually yeah. opened up Warren Jeff's house. He used to be their leader that's in prison now. Right. Yeah. They opened his house up as a bed and breakfast. You can go down and stay in his house. No, you can't. Get out of yeah. Here. Yeah. The, I wow. just I read an article like maybe a month ago. They're like opening it up, trying to get people to come in. And say, Is it like, managed normal. by the, his, his like uh, the flock? Former, the former people. Yeah. I wow. do. Yeah. yeah. It's super weird. That is so, so weird. So, uh, Jenna. No, we're think? not. Yeah. Actually, part of me is like slightly intrigued because I'm yeah. sort of obsessed with polygamy. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. Daniel's kind of obsessed with cults. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've I all for my whole life. Yeah. Yeah. It's the camaraderie and, that appeals to you. Yes. Yeah, I just want a group of friends <laughs> that were true to each child. other, someone to follow who's right. You know, but yeah, now that Corolla's off the table, I don't know who I'm going to follow. <laughs> What's well, like the Jonestown thing? Yeah. Like that, it like blows my mind that like everything so like, leave your yeah. country and go to another country crazy. and like try to start like a Zion. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. I remember as a little kid seeing uh, the Jonestown thing in Time Magazine, and I just, I just didn't understand it. Like I was looking yeah. at the pictures, and I would turn to my parents and go. Yeah. What, what is this? They what, killed like, a congressman. It's like yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh that was like, that what? was so insane. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah. a um, there's a big cult that was headquartered in Tucson. I think it's called the Children of God. Oh yeah, and Some recently famous people were in that, right? I I'm not positive. I think that uh, like Rose, Rose McGowan, McGowan was raised in that no cult, way. and I think they so. were they're really crazy. Like they take the children, uh, the young girls, and have them go out and seduce. Uh, guys and have sex with them in order to recruit them into the cult and stuff and there's and like they're all about having sex with children which is this really weird thing and um, anyway don't sue me children of god this is just what i heard uh (laughs) but um the son of the leader was who was being groomed to be the new leader ended up stabbing his mother to death 
Yeah, like because he was raised inside this cult, and you know, wouldn't like, expect crazy behavior from the person who's being yeah, groomed to take over you know? a cult. Yeah, so you know, <laughs> wow. lots crazy. of lots of crazy stuff. Yeah. Well, with the last name Jones, I remember oh, being yeah. a little kid and being like. You know, you make up your own city or town. And I remember oh, yeah. saying that in front of people once, Jonestown. like, this is Jonestown. And all the adults were I like, think it's vacant. you'll understand that someday. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I remember understanding what it was later and being like, are you kidding me? I think you can get that land me. for pretty cheap now. Uh, yeah. I bet. Yeah. yeah. But you said you're kind of fascinated with polygamous. Oh, I can't look away. I like have watched everything on it. It just is so mind blowing to me. Some of the lifestyle of it and how especially the ones who are like actually more normal who mm-hmm. like wear normal clothes yeah, and you go do out. watch the tlc show the sister wife yeah, show sister i've wives. seen every episode because i just go how is this not the most dysfunctional thing because like yeah. i know people are saying well you're mormon and there's like that question of mormons did practice polygamy for a short while after they all crossed the plains mm-hmm. and a lot of the reason for the polygamy was because so many of the men died that there were all these women like alone they and they dudes. needed someone because that's how the culture was it is like male tenderness i guess anyway so they haven't practiced polygamy mormons haven't practiced polygamy in a very 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 long time but these offshoots of people who decided like no this is the right way to do it and these women you can tell on these shows that they there's this like jealousy and this and then they bottle intent- it up yeah and yeah. they just like Get so crazy they have and to pray in good order thing to that never happens in a monogamous relationship. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess. But then they're all sleeping with the same guy, right? Like yeah. ultimately, that comes into your mind, and you go, "Right, like, what? Yeah, no, there yeah. is that feeling of like, how can any one of them, aside from the guy, but even him, be content with that situation? Yeah, it's so bizarre. But uh, did you watch Big Love? No, I didn't. It's interesting because it's it takes a sympathetic view to it. Mm-hmm. Like so you just sort of see it in a more matter of fact way. And they show the negative part of it, you know, the ones that are in the crazy sort of Warren Jeff side yeah. of it, but then they show the ones that are trying to, you know, live in Salt Lake and everything. And um the feeling I got watching it was you go, well, yeah, you're a dude. First you're like you're a dude and you have multiple wives. That might be pretty sweet, right? And then you see it and you're like Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, listen to the rest was- of my story. Okay. I decided I decided it wasn't because uh, you you have to deal with all these chicks. Am I right? Like, oh my god! <laughs> well, that's I don't kind know if of that redeemed you in the way that you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. There's another. They tried to launch another polygamy show on TLC, and I don't think it took off very well because even I couldn't really get behind it. I only watched a couple episodes, and then I gave up because this guy. It was like every time he went to hang out with another wife, the that wife unloaded on him. Oh, and then he would seem like so like, oh, and then he'd go to the next wife and she would like unload all of her feelings. About all, all the her. other wives. Oh my God, it's like The Bachelor is what it is. It's really yes. weird. Yeah. Yes, it's really, really weird. So let me ask you this though, to follow up on your question that you assume everyone is, wonder- is asking, is mm-hmm. wondering since you're Mormon, how do you feel about yeah. this? As Mormons, does it, it, I started this as a question. It's more a statement with a question mark at the end. Mm -hmm. Does it bother? It must bother you that people are confused about the relationship between Mormonism and polygamy, right? Uh, Yes and no. I've sort of become a little bit nicer about like when people are confused about Mormonism, just because I do understand that like there's a lot of religions that I don't know anything about. And so if I said something that seemed ignorant to someone else, I would feel like, oh, I just didn't know. I really don't know that much. So 
I've sort of like, I'm not as like, I can't believe you didn't know that about us. But mm-hmm. um, <laughs> it's probably more frustrating when someone says like, no, I know. Trust me. And you're like, well, yeah. no. I know. Right. Like, yeah. Come on. This is like my thing, you know? It's your thing, yeah. yeah right. So I think that's probably the more frustrating part of being yeah. like, like when someone says like, I know everything about your religion. You're like, well, let's, I doubt it. You know, yeah. Especially you know. when you say it like that. Yeah. I think yeah. that's probably the more frustrating part about it, I guess. Yeah. Right. But the polygamy thing, I mean, to be honest, it's not like a comfortable part of Mormon history. It's not like I'm like, yeah, we did it. What's up? Yeah. yeah. Tell you me know, one like, aspect of American life where there isn't something buried in the past that is a little bit like uh, yeah you know yeah, yeah. I mean, of course the se- right. you know settling this country wasn't pretty sure yeah exactly so i think it's one of those things that you go like well it happened for a time and it definitely doesn't happen now and uh and you know you just kind of let it go yeah. yeah but i guess i'm just wondering in the same way that my understanding is that germany is like you cannot be anti-Semitic in Germany. Like it is, they are very, very not all going about to Germany, not going back down that road. I'm wondering <laughs> if Mormons are actually less tolerant of polygamy than, say, non-Mormons. Ah, uh, you might run uh, into that. Yeah, I, I haven't felt like that's a an no? issue. I think they accept, for the most part, that it's in the past and that it's part of the history of the church. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think there's any like major backlash or anything. Like I think that, you'd probably like, run into a few. I mean, a small yeah. population of Mormons who'd be like, ugh, ugh. but like for me, I mean, not like every, not like right, not like yeah. all of us are down with polygamy. Oh yeah, no, no yeah. I, I know what you're saying, but yeah, I think I think we've just sort of all come to accept like, ah ha ha, how funny you made that multiple moms joke again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the the Mormon the Mormons have a great attitude about that sort of thing. I mean, the way that the Mormon church responded to the book of Mormon and everything, it's like, it was, Hey, great. If you want to learn about us, you know, here's the book of Mormon. You know, it, right. it wasn't with the book's that better than the play. Check yeah. But I mean, yeah. it wasn't like, it wasn't like, I mean, look, and I, I, I was Catholic, so I can say this, but it's like the way the Catholic church responded to, you know, the last temptation of Christ or something. It, it was like, just chill out. It's just a movie, you know? Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard you refer to yourself as Catholic. I'm learning so well, much about you on this show. I don't consider myself Personal. Catholic. But that was, that's just my way of uh, trying to deflect some criticism for saying that. No. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Were you going to say something? No, when when Daniel makes fun of like Jews later, he's gonna he's gonna claim that he's just you know he's just using that whole like oh I'm this yeah so I, can I did some of my best friends are I this. married you to be my shield so I could make Jew, <laughs> Jew, Jew jokes oh my God the Jews right am I right Ugh. that's your best material yeah I just get on stage I go the Jews right what's <laughs> up with that <laughs> hey fuck you you come up here and tell some jokes jerks. <laughs> Well, speaking of backlash, Dustin, people were not super thrilled that you suggested I move along when I was talking about Adam Carolla. But the best part is that people weren't aware it was you. So there was a lot of hate directed at Daniel and a little bit towards Jeff. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. man. So I, I guess you didn't leave in the part where I said that they could send their hate tweets to me. No, no, that was in there. Oh, well. No, the guess, whole thing. Was I guess in since there. I, I never should, plugged I should, my <laughs> the I should, fact that I have a Twitter account, yeah, it paid off. I should tell you, we had considered cutting some various parts of that out, and then I listened, and I'm like, no, fuck it, <laughs> because as I said on my weekend show. 
This love bus has no brakes and we're headed straight to fuck you, Bill. Uh, <laughs> but no, we left it all in. So yeah, you did say that people can direct their hate to your Twitter that you won't check. I thought it was pretty clear it was you, but... Because you were looking at him when he said it. Yeah, well, well it was... I also know what his voice sounds like, and he's the only one that doesn't check his Twitter very often. Yes. <laughs> True. Well, anyway, I, I can accept the hate, especially because I don't check Twitter and I don't know that it's <laughs> happening. Um, but uh, yeah, I just uh, thought it wasn't anything that needed to be dwelled on. Uh, I'm I'm not uh, opposed to you sharing feelings, but uh, you know, since uh, you're past it and uh, in an awesome place, I I didn't want to see you return to that to that dark spot. Mm, I understand. It's, it's like you know, uh, I don't know, someone who needs to like. Is like going in the, you know, the house that uh, where like bad things happened in their in their childhood, <laughs> and you're just like, oh, you know, it's like, yeah, you had a memory here, and now we'll, let's go get some ice cream. All right, I can accept that. Well, here's the thing, though, a lot of people felt like, but I've been waiting for her to address this stuff, and I realized that you might not have realized that what I was about to say I hadn't talked about before. So on. The weekend show, I just quickly went into a couple of the things that I hadn't talked about or that I was about to say when I changed subjects on this show, which were my side of what happened in Chicago and my side of why I used my own news stories versus Lynch's stories. And then, or actually maybe before people heard that or, or after, I don't know, but I got a lot of comments that were just like, just... Why don't you do this? Just do one show, get everything out, get it all off your chest and then move the fuck on. And I thought, I could do that. I could just get it all out in one show and then move the fuck on. Or I could They do clearly some- don't know you like I do. I could have a little fun with it and do something like this. Here's a story of a lovely lady who was fired by her boss through email when the time had come for him to show courage he went and turned his tail Then some people started complaining So he threw this lovely lady under the bus Now there's nothing else to do We'll exploit it and move on up the charts It's Alice inside, Alice inside In a blatant ladies grab It's Alice inside Thank you, Trap Dog. So what I thought is, Yay. since there's still plenty of things to address, since his list of reasons, and that's in quotes, for firing me was lengthy, I just thought maybe each week or every other week or whenever I feel like it, I'll mention just one and then move on. And then we can stretch this out into infinity. And I apologize in advance. But here's the problem. Once I begin to talk about it, I realized, because my intention is like, I just want to hit it real fast. Um, But once I start talking about it, it, it's like, I know I want to hit it and quit it, but it's like this cork has been removed. So you, so feel free to stop me if I go on, (laughs) if I start working myself into some kind of lather. Okay. So in this, uh, in this installment, this very first installment of this segment, I thought I would address 
uh, what he said about how I didn't support him, I didn't support his brand, I didn't drink Mangria, I didn't plug Mangria. For anyone who doesn't know, Mangria is his um, wine product that he sells. And, and for anyone who hasn't had it... It's uh, strong. That's, uh, that's a very, very strong request to ask. <laughs> it's vodka. It's just vodka taste that tastes like wine. Yeah, it's, I don't know, like mixed with bilge water and it's very strong as well. This isn't it like a diss on, on you it know, sounds like it. Yeah, <laughs> well, no, it's a diss on Mangria, but I'm just, you know, like Adam <laughs> licensed something you wanted to make some money. Good for it. It's just not a good product. That's just objectively speaking. It's not a good product. Well, I, I would have said that when you were still on his show. OK, well, I'll, I'll I think a, a lot of people might disagree with you, but. I tasted it's a, it. It's an unusual drink. Let's just the say that wine fans flavored. can definitely tweet at me, and I won't <laughs> see it or respond. But I will think in my head that's yeah, that you're a fan. Well, you know that's just like uh, your opinion, man. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't think it's that bad, but this is coming from someone who doesn't drink. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I enjoyed it, but I. Yeah, know. but so anyway, right? And then he mentioned like. Well, so then he brought this up on the show, and then Brian's like, well, she doesn't drink. (laughs) And then he's like, but did you ever see her buy a bottle for a friend, buy a case for a friend, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, here's my thing about Mangria. And yes, it's true. I don't drink. However, I really felt like I was doing my part to push Mangria. So when I recorded my podcast in his studio, we would turn on the video cameras. Bless you, Wendy. She just sneezed. (laughs) We would turn on the video cameras so that I had the video of my show in case I wanted to use it for something. P.S. I still haven't used it for anything, but I had it in case I needed it for promotional whatevers. And before we would record, I would take my aforementioned refreshé soda <laughs> that I always drink, although tonight it's fresca, and I would pour it into a mangria glass so that when it was on camera, I was giving him some extra promotion. And I did that like every single time. Also, the guests on my show would always ask, or the guests on his show too, but the guests on my show, uh, the guests on his show were usually set up with Mangria, but whenever a guest or anyone would ask me about it, because they were always curious, I'd be like, oh yeah, it's really good. It goes down smooth because it does. Would you like to try some? I always did that. My friend Laura Lou wanted to get her brother a bottle and I hooked that up. I can't remember if it was autographed or not, but that, because oftentimes things didn't run so smoothly at that place, that was like many, many days of emailing various people, getting that sent to her, getting the payment taken care of, da-da-da. So I would say I very much did push Mangria, even though, oh, oh, and one other thing, when we would do live shows, especially at Amalfi, I would say, put my Diet Coke in a rocks glass, ideally a Mangria glass, so that it appears to, so that the audience will think it's Mangria. Like, I was very mindful of this being part of his brand, and of, I'm distracted by the fact that you, Daniel, you're looking at Wendy in a concerned way. Is everything okay? She's going, she's going to go potty. Oh, she's just... (laughs) So I will be uh, t- stepping away that. from the table. In a Everyone's going to need to stop breathing in a second. <laughs> um, but the other thing is that he, I found out while I still worked there that he was upset with me about something that had happened a year prior, which really shouldn't have been a surprise. So when Mangria was first launched, um, Mike Lynch, producer at the time, said to Brian and me before the show, you know, they're unveiling Mangria, so why don't you guys try it so you can talk about it on the show? And again, I do not drink, but I tried it anyway. That's how dedicated I was 
And that's how much I was trying to be a sport and I wanted to be able to comment. So I had a few sips. And like I said, because I don't drink, I'm such a lightweight that if I have a few sips of alcohol at this point, and I wish it was like this back in my drinking days, but at this point, I will feel it. So I was sitting there feeling my face flush because that's what happens when I drink, feeling like a little tipsy is way too strong of a word, but feel I could feel the effects of it. And kind of regretting that I was now doing a show in this state because I don't like to... It was one thing when I was playing music in a band, I found it's really, really enjoyable to get pretty drunk and then be on stage. I do not like doing news or trying to think when I'm altered at all. Um, But anyway, so I did drink Mangria before the show so that I could comment on it. And then I found out months and months and months and months later... It was when they were unveiling the white Mangria. I was given a, a warning from Gary about how to react because Adam was, quote unquote, super pissed that you didn't drink it on the air. He was mad that I didn't drink it on the air when they unveiled Mangria. And yeah. of course, I pointed out, but I drank it ahead of... I mean, that was just... That was super fucked up, but poor producing... Yeah. To tell me to drink it ahead of time if the whole point was to have me drink it on air. Again, if anyone had told me to drink it on air, I would have. But I was so frustrated to find out that he was so was up so super pissed or upset with me. And I remember debating, like, should I bring something up to him? Should I try to explain? But it was kind of impossible to do that so many months after the fact, so I just let it go. But and that not was talking to you about it. Right. Well, that was, I think, maybe my first realization that, oh, that's how things work around here, I guess. Except that it didn't sink. I mean, it didn't sink in to the degree where it wasn't a surprise when I got fired mm-hmm. that there was a laundry list of things that he was upset about. I don't know because it because it was a surprise. But I just I don't do well in that. I don't do well in an environment where someone is just going to be making a list and never telling you anything. I don't think anyone flourishes in that environment. Yeah, that's the sure way to kill a relationship. Yeah. Any relationship is if you just kind of store it up and you don't talk to people about it and you build up the resentments. I mean, the way he talked about it with the scale and he's putting the right. his pebbles on it, it's like th- if you're in a relationship with someone who's doing that, you need to get into therapy right away. That is like, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. really you unhealthy. will not survive. Well, that's when someone's doing that, they're not interested in salvaging the relationship. They're building they a might case. think they are, right. They're building a case. Yeah. They're interested. You, it, eventually, yeah. the scale's going to tip. That's, yeah. that's how that process that's, works. Yeah, right. It's never, inevitable. Unless you right. take the pebbles back out. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, I, I heard someone say recently that you should never. You should never question or you never should you should never try to understand another person's motivations, which is at first kind of confusing. But you think, well, you can't ever really know what another person's motivations are. And if you try to guess it, you're only going to be bringing your own, you know, I don't know, insecurities or whatever to bear. Why not just ask them and give them the opportunity to prove you wrong? Maybe like if you think that they're acting really selfishly, you know, or or not. You know they don't like you. Not you know? supporting your not you supporting or your you. Brand Why don't talk to them and find out? Oh, I'm there's something else going on that I didn't even know about. There's an or there's a miscommunication that that I wasn't aware of, you know, or something like that. Instead of just holding it in, it does feel a little bit like that when you get to that point where you're like, no matter what I do, it's not good enough. I do feel a little bit like. Oh, what a waste all the support of him and his brand was because it totally wasn't appreciated because there was plenty of stuff I did for the express purpose of supporting him and supporting his brand and making him feel 
you know, I, I feel like I really spent time trying to figure out what is it that he wants here. And I tried to please him and I tried to do what it was he wants. It's just that he, so many things that have now been brought up were never communicated to me. And it is just, it is impossible to read someone's mind. And there are people out there who are like, no, don't you get it? And by the way, that's the voice they type in. No, don't you get it? Yeah. Don't you get it? The ace man didn't want to have to have a conversation. You're supposed to just know this. It's like, no, no. that's not how nope. any... Jo- I, to, to you people, I would say, and by the way, this is stretching too long because I'm, I'm trying to stretch You're this into infinity. You're supposed to tease this out. I know. Over- I just, I'll just <laughs> say this and then, then I'll, we'll move on. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> to that, the people that's who- Jeff, everyone. Jeff. <laughs> I, 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 I just bring a metronome to the podcast today, just in case. Dustin, I'll handle the sound effects. I can't believe you brought in your own uh, cuckoo clock there. <laughs> <laughs> to the people who would say, no, don't you get it? The ace man doesn't want to have, to have this conversation. You're just supposed to know. That's the whole point. To those people, I would say, apply that logic to your own job. Imagine if you were in trouble or fired for not doing whatever, let's say your job is, I don't know what, whatever it is, for not cobbling 16 pairs of shoes when you thought you were hired to do something. I can't use the shoe metaphor. It's not working for me. What I'm trying to say is, let's say there was a bunch of, ex- let's say you were fired for not doing something, which you would have totally done if anyone had asked you to do it. That's not how employment works. You got hired to wash cars and they said, why didn't you change the oil? You're fired. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, yeah. oh, but I, I would know. have Wait, whoa, actually. Yeah. Just say it. Yeah. And, and, and now you could probably, you know, also relate to this. It's like, um, I feel as a manager of people that you should never, no one, no one should ever get fired by me and be surprised that they're fired. Yeah. It's like, you, you know, yeah. you know, because I've talked to you. And so when you're fired, you on some level, you're going to be yeah. going, you know what? All right. You know, it should not be a total surprise because then you didn't give the person, you didn't respect the person enough to. Now, you know, yeah. Granted, there is this element, though, that in show business, you can just get canned for no reason and they'll replace you, which is why if the initial statement he made of, oh, we just want to go a different direction, but she's great. Well, actually, he never said. He said she's good, not great. What he sh- the classic show business firing would have been, probably would have been calling me in, having a conversation, allowing me to say that I I quit or whatever, or at right. least being like, we wish her all the best. She's great. We're just going to go a different direction. But instead, he made it personal by going into all these reasons, ultimately. So to that, I think that it is fair to then apply how an actual job works and say... I, there should have been discussions ahead of time, but I don't really believe all the reasons he gave are the actual reasons Ooh. for my firing. And that's next a tease. Time, next time on cereal. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we need to hear the theme song again to go out. Here's a story of a lovely lady who was fired by her boss through email. When the time had come for him, to show courage, he went and turned his tail. Then some people started complaining, so he threw this lovely lady under the bus. Now there's nothing else to do, we'll exploit it and move on up the charts. It's Alice inside, Alice inside, in a blatant ratings grab, it's Alice inside. A personal announcement. 
Um, I am on the cover of the OC Weekly this week. Now, I'm making this announcement before I have seen the cover myself, (laughs) and I don't know what image they're going with. I don't know if I like it. I don't know if I like the story. So it's possible I will need to recall every single episode of this, and everyone will need to unlisten to it if I'm like, I don't like this, but I'm sure it'll be be nice. Um, We did the photo shoot here. Uh, in our garage, they like put a backdrop down, and then we did it in dining room studios, and it was a really fun day. Yeah, Daniel was. was here. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, and also excited. I don't know what you're looking at me like. There's more to say. <laughs> That's <laughs> turned, awesome. I didn't know. I can't we wait. turned I the garage. We turned the garage into a photo studio. Yeah. That was fun. And uh, you know, they, are, they shot in dining room studios. Are there still people there that you worked with? Um, the writer of the story is actually someone that I worked with and that was, yeah. So the paper now has, I worked there back in 2000 to 2002, uh, and the paper now has different owners, a lot of different people. There's like a core of people that I know. The funny thing is the editor in chief is someone that I remember from when he was an intern. Oh, wow. (laughs) Um, wow. Yeah. I mean, many years ago. But um, it was it was neat to have Matt, the writer, who used to sit across from me, come and then interview me. It's been many years, but yeah, they um, it's the people issue, and so there's three different people. It's a collector's covers kind of thing. So there's three different covers, and I'm one of them. And normally, the edict when I was there was that you only cover Orange County. So they decided to include me, though, even though I'm an LA person now. But your Orange Still County, cool. heart. right? Yeah, yeah. You say the heart. Yeah, of Orange exactly. County. Bleed That's right. Orange. Can't wait to see what you wore. It's probably something you've seen before. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there was two no. different. It depends what they decide to go with. Right. One okay. was a black dress that you've There's probably seen. New. And one is like this crazy spring dress. What? And I am hoping they did not choose a spring dress <laughs> because I, I saw some of those. I did not. I saw some of those. I was like, this was a mistake. No. The dress wore me. It was bright. I it think- was like like a trellis <laughs> with vines growing on it. There was so so much happening. I, re- I that's don't- such a departure from your I know, normal and that's why wear. that's why I sort of regret having included it because they even said once I had a black dress on again, I was so much more comfortable. And I was like, I'm so much everything was much more comfortable. The dress, it wasn't I was trying I was doing that thing where I'm like, someone on the cover of a magazine in spring should be wearing something like this. <laughs> And that's that's something I would do. <laughs> Let's do iTunes comment of the week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. All right. This comment, the headline is The Daily Allison. And it's by, at first, I was like, Tanae's me. But then I realized it says, Tina is me. And that makes more sense. I like sense. that. <laughs> I like that. Hi, Allison and gang. I have a story that might sound bad at first, but it will get better. I started listening to your show a year or two ago because I would hear your ad in the middle of other podcasts I would listen to, and I would constantly hear your ad. So one day I decided to finally listen, and I am so glad I did. You're my favorite podcast by far. My favorite interviews include Joe Coy and Jennifer Lee Pryor because they got really deep. But the Thursday show is my favorite. I finally bought the live show because I missed the Bobo Boys still. I had a crush on Kaylin and even had a dream about you the other night really weird i would like to know what i looked like in your dream and also what i was wearing was it a crazy (laughs) spring dress but really it doesn't say but really excuse me but i listen to you all the time when i'm at work driving and at the gym honestly love the show 
And glad Daniel and everyone is in it now. Oh, and my title. I think you should do Daily Allison again. It's so cool to watch your old videos. Always Christine, always Christina from SoCal. Or is it just, it's so cool to watch your old videos always? Christina from SoCal. I think it's that with an exclamation, <laughs> exclamation point thrown in. Uh, I think we lose something by not having Gary read these anymore. Now it's just me. Anyway, thank you, Christina. Or Tanae's me. That's very nice. If you guys would like to leave us a nice comment on iTunes, leave us a nice comment. Click five stars. is our favorite number. And perhaps you can be an iTunes comment of the week. All right. So speaking of songs, a fan sent in a little rendition of a song that daniel had done on the show which i think that everyone needs to listen to although should we address the accusations yes the accusations that Uh you stole this song yeah um some of your fans Mm -hmm. the ones who who are sending hate towards to dustin via jeff yeah (laughs) pointed out that the uh touch the tushy touch the tushy song which i penned um (laughs) Uh, resembled a uh, two live crew song. Um, Pop the pussy. Pop the pussy. Now, I don't recall ever hearing that song. I was not surprised. Not into the two live crew. <laughs> the two live crew. <laughs> when I was uh, that age, um, I would suggest that perhaps they're both drawing from the same influence, which is the be aggressive chant uh, that. They're both referencing. Oh, that's what I was thinking when I sat down and <clears throat> at the grand piano. <laughs> but um, <laughs> and, and banged out, touch the tushy. Yeah, you know. Um, this is my weird reality I find myself in now, where I, when I want to um, pat my wife's butt to try to get into the kitchen, I have to think. Because <laughs> my butt takes up the whole doorway. Am I ripping off some make 80s, it original? Some make 80s, it original. Yeah, some nineties <laughs> hip hop act, perhaps with this tune that I just came up with. Yeah, are you gonna have to pay Luther Campbell? I mean, Jesus, this is like this is hard. This new world that I live in. Um, you have a little more respect for Pharrell Williams now, don't you? Seriously. That's a bomb production. Hello. Get your scissor. The robot voice. We should actually when the when the blurred lines like lawsuit was in the news on on amp, they did like they played like sections of like famous copyright cases and they played like sections against each other. We should play that against Pop the Pussy. Well, it does sound like it. I, I went and I listened to it. I it does, it. but the, but it's probably then we'll get sued aggressive. for playing. Pop yeah, <laughs> if you don't know it, it's be aggressive, be e aggressive, b e a g g. It's the same thing, right? Isn't that what they're the doing? beginning of it? Yeah, 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 absolutely. That's kind of what I imagined because. I was a cheerleader in high school. Mm. Mostly, I just wanted to tell you guys. What did we know that? <laughs> I don't know if we knew that. Or I only not. did it for I a feel year. Like maybe we did. What ha- what happened yeah, after I think your she's year? She's mentioned that before. I quit. <laughs> but why? Uh, creative differences. <laughs> 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 no, I decided that I was doing competition cheer, and one day I was like, "Where's this going to get me in life?" Hmm. hmm. I don't think anywhere. I'm going to quit and do something else. What'd you do? I took dance and singing lessons. Oh, and you do do that. Kind of. So, yeah. yeah. It worked out. Did you like the girls? Did we talk about this already? I can't remember. Uh, Yeah. Sounds like no. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what happened was I quit and then none of them liked me anymore. 
Oh, so I thought you were too good for them. Yes. And Mm -hmm. then was like a huge loser. So I had both the best of both worlds in high school. Let me ask you a question that I've always, always wondered. Were the pom poms as fun as they looked like they would be? No, Mars were different. They were like smaller and the handle was in the middle. So you would hold the pom pom like a like a weight. And hmm. then the, there were palms, whatever. Is that what they are? Palms? Sure. Like a dumbbell you're side. talking about? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So they were different. They weren't like the big ones from Saved by the Bell. Right. Why? Just a, a choice? A creative yeah. choice? Again, we creative differences. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the no handle ones are more typical. Duh. I feel like our high school had that where it's just it's oh. like an extension of your hand then. The, yeah. Um, whatever is on the end of a palm. Uh, the palm. The palm right. itself. <laughs> I guess I never really thought about it in this detail. Yeah, I don't. I've never thought about it either. I always Touch assumed there was the a hand. Like that. <laughs> it's so it's so catchy. <laughs> we should give credit to. Is it Blue New or Blue New? Who said that? Oh, is this the other one? I'm assuming that Pop That Pussy and Pop That Coochie are the same song, and Coochie is just the radio-friendly version. We'll find okay. out. Oh, Could yeah. I be wrong? Maybe. Oh, maybe. Yeah. It's amazing that I know anything about Chick Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. Well, we seem to fast forward to the uh, refrain, though. I wish I was a break dancer. I would just get up and oh, that'd be really cool. sweet moves. Yeah. This is it, yeah. It's similar but different. Yeah. There's enough difference. As Vanilla Ice would say, it's, it's, it's got that itty bitty ting. It's got that itty bitty ting. It's the same rhythm. It's the same, like, dum, da da dum, 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 dum. Not really. I mean, there's, yeah. like, the same number of syllables, yeah. but it's not. It's, it's different. No, it really. Thank you. Touch we the Tushy yeah. stands on its own. It does. Yeah. My that, favorite that's, part. That's yeah. just. Baseless slander. Thank you. I think I think Thank we've put this you. to rest. I think we have too. I, we well, they also suggested yeah. that my um, my intro is ripping off the red eye intro. To which I would say, my intro is ripping off a lot of in- intros. <laughs> yeah, like, not just <laughs> right. the red eye intro. Okay, <laughs> that shit is full of other intros. <laughs> yeah, you tell them. Yeah, uh, all of this and staring at the tomato, the big ass tomato which is the image associated with touch the tushy is making me so hungry we all love to eat but it's hard to find a meal that doesn't compromise somewhere good value cooked to prepare healthy and delicious that's where blue apron comes in blue apron makes cooking delicious meals easy and fun by delivering fresh ready to cook meals right to your door for less than ten dollars per meal blue apron sends you fresh ingredients perfectly proportioned with step-by-step recipe instructions including beautifully printed pictures making cooking healthy meals really easy and fun no trips to the grocery store and no waste from unused ingredients blue apron is perfect for date night cooking with friends and they even offer family plans with kid-friendly ingredients so the whole family can eat well and have fun preparing the meals together each balanced meal is 500 to 700 calories per serving although it is so yummy you'd never know cooking takes half an hour shipping is 
free and the menus are always new. They won't send you the same meal twice. They work around your schedule and dietary preferences. And Blue Apron's experts source only the best seasonal ingredients for incredible meals like turkey chili, Tom Young shrimp with fresh rice noodles and guy lawn and Thai basil, baked fontina pasta with Brussels sprouts and sage breadcrumbs. Mm-hmm. It's all so good. And they have a really cool thing, Daniel, mm-hmm. which you were excited about. Some of the recipe cards have recipes from pulled top straight chef. from Top Chef. Yeah, yeah like the winning so recipes the, yeah, on have, challenges of Top Chef. Yeah. And it's right on the card and it's got like a little picture of the chef that designed it mm-hmm. and the whole thing. And, and they, they give make you everything to make and they yeah. show you how to do it. And plus, you can collect the cards. We do that. Yeah. You'll cook incredible meals and be blown away by the quality and freshness. Blue Apron, it's a better way to cook. Check out this week's menu and get your first two meals free by going to blueapron.com slash Allison. Again, two meals free when you go to blueapron.com slash Allison. Okay, let's do Just Me or Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me? Or everyone. All right. Tano Grande says, just me or everyone. I can't stand it when actors get applause for just walking into a scene. They haven't done anything. <laughs> <laughs> I would argue that everything they've done prior is what they've done. Like in, I mean, what? No, that's like. That's like, like an early save. Speaking yeah, well, of Saved by the Bell. Yeah, that's like when, you know, A.C. Slater walks in and everyone claps because there's some douche or there's some <laughs> applause sign. Was Saved up. by the Bell in front of a, a live audience? I believe. Yeah, yeah. probably. I feel like yeah. they do that a lot on the Big Bang Theory. Uh, I think that's like the standard. Like Blossom would do that. It takes you, you out Blossom. of the scene. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I like I It's uh, well, I mean, I feel like things have become influ- so much influenced by like, you know, naturalism and verite what it's like i kind of like the old school cheesiness of it like i would i'd like a sitcom to come on where like there's some like outlandish character that like you know where there's like a 30 second applause break i feel like now they're all outlandish characters yeah but it'd have to be like knowing if you did it today or maybe it'd be funnier if it wasn't knowing i don't know i really don't know how i feel about this except we need more bring Mm -hmm. it back I, i have to tell you guys I'm feeling the beginnings of a coughing jag come on. And I'm, I'm kind of nervous to for you. I Are know. you feeling it I happen am. to me? Yeah. It's, you know what it is? It's when I talk for an extended period of time and my throat gets dry and I get sort of, um, and I get stuffed up. It's because I was sick a weekend ago and You're it's not going over. away yeah. entirely. Mm-hmm. This is a, this is a cold that will not, cold flu that will not go away. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering. That. Just me or everyone. It's got to be going around. I have to believe it's going around. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't know what's happening. But yeah, I am kind of um, choking on my own <laughs> runniness. I'm good. Thank you. I've got the fresca. I think, that, <laughs> I think that's really good for things like this. Okay. okay. <laughs> Is that a fart or a sneeze? Oh my god! Imagine if my fart sounded like that. <laughs> like my butt roared. Her butt roared. That would. That sounds like, like a Nora Zeal Hurston novel or something. <laughs> Her butt roared, or like a dirty Katy Perry song. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. We got the drops I, that going over like, here. That sounds like Daniel Quance's next hit to me. Mm-hmm. Her butt roared. Her butt roared. Kenny Death says, not a drug person, but when I hear people talk about quaaludes with such nostalgia, I can't help but feel like I missed out. Well, here's a just me or like, 
are people talking about quaaludes with nostalgia <laughs> or is it is it just in Wolf of Wall Street? Good question. Probably just Wolf of Wall Street. Because I don't feel like I run into a lot of quaalude nostalgia. No. I mean, I maybe I'm just not running in those circles. <laughs> right. Where are those circles? Well, isn't there... I feel like there's a present-day analog for every drug. So what is the quaalude of today? Heroin? No. 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 It, it's like a... It's a downer. Yeah, heroin's a downer. I think Xanax or something. People yeah, are, people are, are really Miami. excited about Xanax and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It just got I mean, how would I know? <laughs> or or uh, roofies. No. Mm-hmm. You think roofies are the quaaludes of Well, today? that's what Roman Polanski, didn't he give that girl roofies before he raped her? But quaaludes, I don't think, are a date rape drug. Oh, well, or are they? Well, I don't know. I think they loosen a girl up or a guy. I mean, it loosens you up. That sounds so gross. And makes you... I think hey, I think, I think quaaludes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think quaaludes were used for that purpose, but I also think that people took them themselves. Whereas you don't, people aren't roofing themselves, to my knowledge. Right. To my or maybe I have I have roofied myself and I don't remember it. That's the whole. <laughs> I know. How would you know? Point. Yeah. Um, Marv Earthling says, "Just me or everyone?" When having a bottled drink, I always have the logo facing outward and nutrition facts toward my palm. No, mm, not even ever thought about it. Mm-mm. No, except unless I'm taking a picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm only Q forever. <laughs> this is one of those times where I really I'm wish so nervous. it was acceptable to, to be talking with some kind of lozenge in your mouth. <laughs> now, Dustin, you're do- are you doing there's- the more energy or are yeah. you doing the you're choking? No, no, I'm doing the more energy because I feel like there's, well, there's this you're like... I'm holding our, our, back. Our anxiety about your yes. I was gonna say the same thing. Has, has cast a pall over the <laughs> podcast. You I know what we us, should do? I want us to power through like pros. That's right. If Allison drops dead on this, we will we will carry on with the show. <laughs> oh my god. Like what like That's real what podcasters I, it, it do. Like want. exactly. <laughs> uh you know what we should do? What? Take a quick break and then come back. Okay. And then we'll have more energy and I will be Let's alive. All right, we're back. I'm drinking some hot tea. I'm hoping Ooh, that good. will save me from an untimely death. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Emily Q forever says, just me or everyone, super plus tampons changed my life. I always look forward to an opportunity to discuss periods <laughs> and tampons. And I will say, Gadget. yes, except... Uh, hard to discuss this without being disgusting um so there was a <laughs> what's going on at that end oh of the i table? was agreeing I just, I just yes um there w- i used to use ob still do sometimes and they made like an ultra plus it was like super plus 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 and i relied daniel looks like he wants to die <laughs> no i'm just far away right now <laughs> the state he goes into mm. He's yes. chanting. He went, to his, he went to a safe place. That's right. <laughs> um, and I really was dependent on them because I uh, am someone who, you know, suffers from a heavy flow on occasion from various. You need a camera. You really do. So bad. Tell us more, Allison. <laughs> uh, and then 
they stopped making these ultra tampons. And I was like, oh, now what do I do? And I went online and there were a lot of other women who were also freaking out about this. In fact, some people were saying use two tampons at once. And that frightens me. And that, I don't even know. The only time that could happen is once accidentally in college it happened. And I thought, (laughs) I can't believe I went to dinner like this. (laughs) And then I was always scared ever since that, what if I forgot? So I suppose if it can accommodate a baby, it can accommodate two tampons, but it's still, yeah, exactly. That's the feeling I have about Mm -hmm, that. mm -hmm. It's the feeling they have about me talking about this. Yeah, I'm fine with all this chat, but the two and... Right, no. Yeah. So anyway, then (laughs) OB brought back their ultra tampons, and I was so happy about that. But then, and here's where it's about to get gross. Everyone, cover your ears if you're a guy. (laughs) They're weirdly not absorbent, so... Instead, it just functions like a plug. No. Yeah. And like then when you remove it, it's like glug, glug, glug. <laughs> and by too the way, much. when I say it functions as a plug, not a very... I mean, that's not the intention of it. It's intended right. to be absorbent. Right. But it doesn't function very well. So I would be like thinking, oh, I'm safe for a long car ride. But really, you're safe for like 15 minutes or something so i stopped bad. yeah i stopped using them but then i made a discovery <laughs> <laughs> so i used to only ever use ob because with the applicant i'm really by the way in. daniel right now is like is like curled up he's with so the far dog away. like rubbing her back like just it's like don't worry <laughs> wendy he's gonna reach for like warm cookies and milk now like every comforting thing that is like that is at hand <laughs> He's in his happy place. To help him through this time. I know. Wendy's like, uh, I'm trying to listen here. I know. (laughs) She's my snuggleberries. (laughs) I used to only use OB because with applicator ones, I never, even despite what they say, I didn't feel like I could get it in the right place. Thank you for your look of concern, Jenna. I know you feel me on this one. I do. But then I had a shocking discovery. Tampax pearl or tempex yep. radiant and i don't even know what radiant means just different packaging yeah al you look sick to your stomach <laughs> just yeah it's a whole well, world radiant was what uh, wilbur was in charlotte's Reb, right that's right he was some amazing these are some amazing tampons <laughs> um mr zuckerman's famous tampons is what they are so, <laughs> and, oh my god Imagine if a tampon could write something magical in a web. Oh, that's that I just discussed it myself. Anyway, they are much more absorbent than OB. Uh, I don't know how that is or why that is. I have a theory though, which is that um, no, you know what? That's that's going too far. Anyway, I, so yeah, I suppose they did change my life, Jenna. Uh, I don't have a lot to add, but I don't use OB, and I just do the Tampax Pearl. Mm-hmm. I'm on the pearl. Train. They have a braided cord, mm-hmm. uh, which is <laughs> this is so much tampon talk. <laughs> I know tamp talk. Oh, oh, oh! So I should tell you. Okay, moving away from tampons, but back into podcasts. I did Jordan Jesse go with Jordan Morris, who's on the show sometimes, and it was really fun. And that's available. Everyone go listen to Jordan Jesse go. And they had um, this guy Christian come on. Uh, as sort of a like special guest and we were talking about trampolines because now it's a theme trampolines come up somehow on every podcast that I do and 
someone made a joke and I said, we need a, a trampoline theme. And then Christian goes, tramp talk. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's how all the themes on my song sound. And he goes, I know. And it turns out oh. he's a big fan. So hello. That was a pleasant surprise to have See, him know. See, I wasn't ready to even move on from the Tam. I have um, so many questions. Oh, well, by well, all means. By so many, I mean two, potentially. Um, the first, it wasn't OB, the brand that like back in the day used to uh, tout that it's like designed by a woman for and a it woman was yes like, yeah for so women like, by women so how can it not did they did they fire i mean that was a long time ago did maybe they, they fire brought the in a man that yeah that's what happened it and they were like ah this didn't work and then and then a man just didn't realize that absorbency was important i don't I, like i think that i think they whatever goodwill they built up with the whole design by a woman thing i feel like they lost it in this new design. Like, I st- if it's not a crazy heavy flow, <clears throat> sorry, people, I still prefer OB. OB still has my heart, but Tampex has my money. <laughs> <laughs> um, fair enough. And then also, uh, does, does Ultra just, I mean, is that just defined by width? Or are there other characters that make it Ultra? Like, does it have it? Like, is it a different a good- color? I don't know. No, it- that's a good question. I don't know if it has some other kind of absorbent material in there. Maybe it once did and it no longer does. And that's why they're not as good as they used to be. Yeah. Um, but no, it typically just means... And by the way, the tampon industry became standardized. Because it used to be that one person's slender regular was another person's regular. And then at some point, they just went like... They standardize them so that a slender regular absorbs the like same grams. Like original penguin shirts. I don't even know what that means, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is that? Uh, that's original penguin. Like their shirts fit small. Probably other brands too, but that's the one that I always think of. I have to buy one up. Oh, yeah. Or I think like Nike shoes maybe fit like half a size small. Right. Well, I'm, tr- I'm just trying to, ma- I'm trying to make this tampon talk relatable for the dudes. You know, it's like your Nikes, bros. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Wom23 says, just mirror everyone. Hate when I realize I bought something on Amazon and forgot to click through your banner. Well, I hate that too. Thank you so much. And if you're going to buy something on a- Amazon, click through my banner, allisonrosen.com. Uh, my banner, Amazon banner at allisonrosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra. Get your tampons that way. Vegetois says, just mirror everyone. Think the Oxford comma is sexy and all those who don't use it are heathens. Hashtag structural ambiguity. How do you feel about the Oxford comma, Dustin? I This is the first I've ever heard of the Oxford comma. Really? Wow. Uh, what is it? So in a list... I have I, an, I have an opinion on this. You matter. do? Let's hear it. I agree with your gasp though. I'm also I'm disappointed in myself that there's some nerdy grammatical thing that I'm not on top of. <gasps> Shock. It's this is shocking. Because after the concatenate situation, yeah, I figured there was nothing I gave that, all that ground back. Didn't you get like perfect on your SATs? No, I missed one question. So the you Oxford got comma. like fifteen eighty or something. <laughs> yeah, I missed the Oxford comma question. <laughs> I feel like we should write to the SAT committee and tell them that maybe they didn't. Um, and I guess they did everything okay, but look what's happened to you. I find the Oxford comma superfluous. Okay, so the Oxford comma in a list, like if I say um, it I was... I was coming around to the theory that that's what this was. Yes. The rule nowadays is the thing, the second to last thing in the list, if it's connected by an and 
doesn't need a comma. Am I explaining this correctly? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, so it's tomato, ketchup, and mustard. Tomato, right. comma, ketchup, comma, mustard. No, well, if you put the comma after ketchup, that's the Oxford comma. And mustard is the Oxford. I'm a fan of the Oxford. So you, you like the comma before the end? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm 100%. Because otherwise, then it's like you ate tomato, or you ate, you ate ketchup and mustard, or right. the ketchup, comma, and mustard. Then you See, need semicolons. People People like the Oxford comma, but to me... It's already you already know it's a list of things by all the commas that are coming up, and the fact that there's an and in there, that's like saying tomato and and mustard. Right, the me. and that's is like a ATM comma. machine yep. or VIN but number. Al made the perfect point on it. I'm for the Oxford comma, and specifically, like if we we're like my favorite sandwiches are salami, comma peanut butter and jelly, comma and. Right. Oh, I no, see. So you would need it. Jelly like, sandwich. Yeah. Right, and like if you said peanut butter and jelly and turkey. Because then if yeah. you have an and in the middle of your list like that, now you're now you're like in a semicolon situation if you're not going with the Oxford comma. See, I'm back on the grammar nerdy. I'm See, I just, yeah. I just jumped right. As one right. who speaks I, That horse ran by me, but I charged it down and jumped on it bareback. That's yeah. what happened. <laughs> you Spanish it. is that yeah. way where you can say, if you phrase a sentence differently, you can say something totally different. So you can say like, I'm looking for someone who has glasses and mean like I'm picturing the person who has glasses or I'm looking for someone, anyone who has glasses based on how you say the sentence. Like based Yeah. <laughs> so j- depending on how you say it. Like a specific someone or a general someone. Right. So like you're saying like, I'm looking for someone, that person who has glasses. I'm looking for that person. Oh. Or I'm just looking for anyone in the audience who has glasses, depending on which, which endings you use. And so that's why I like the Oxford comma because it's so specific. It's like a few things in the English language where we can actually say exactly what we mean because so much is is inferred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I'm just trying to think that? of a situation in in, in a Spanish speaking country where you are looking for just anyone with glasses. <laughs> <laughs> anyone here with glasses? <laughs> or if it's a capital S, you know, I'm looking for someone comma who has glasses. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, everybody says they like the Oxford comma, but I don't see it being used a lot. It's because they're not teaching it anymore. Right? I think it, oh, really? I think it's not oh. correct yeah. anymore. Yeah, I use it every day. Really? Oh yeah. I yeah. haven't used it for a while. Line, you know what? Dynamic. A- apology yeah. accepted. <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say, Jenna? Uh, I don't remember. All right. Yeah. Rob Ford nine Daniel, you didn't weigh in. Um, I didn't have a strong opinion. All right, it's acceptable. I think I do both. It depends on you know context a little bit. I think. Rob Ford ninety nine mm. says, that's, "That's yeah, that's like a bisexual well, stance on yeah, it. Listen, I, that's I think real. I think one is less formal, and so if I'm just dashing off an email, I might leave the comma out. But you know, you're not supposed to use it anymore. Yeah, I, play fast I think, and it, I think we commas. don't do. Oh, I do that too, but you know. because I don't remember where they go anymore. <laughs> that's that's my problem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I have a I to me commas are like." italics like you choose where you put them there's no rules and i was thinking i wonder if my misuse of commas to someone who knows where a comma goes is like when i see someone say than or then or your and your like no you don't get to choose like there are (laughs) rules that govern this right where does one go when you're my age but you need to learn how to use a comma and you're actually a professional writer (laughs) I found myself using hyphens way too much. I had to scale oh. back on the hyphens. You mean dashes? Dashes, yeah. Yeah. For yeah, me, dashes. it's like, isn't an editor going to read this? 
it's like the content's good right but the common nazi will figure it out right <laughs> yes i think so but i think those the common nazis are all like like 55 year old like they always women are and, yeah in like they invented tampons back in their day and now they <laughs> exactly. circle circle things on a piece of paper um so i don't know i don't know where we go in 20 years yikes We're in are trouble. there even magazine talk are there even fact checkers and copy editors anymore I'm no one heard that. No one heard the sound your yeah. eyebrows just I, made. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't seem like it, but I bet there are. I mean, well, I'm when sure I, it, I mean, I yeah. At the big newspapers, I'm sure there are, but yeah. yeah. I write for a Utah newspaper every once in a while, and I have to send my stuff in to like an editor, and then they look it over and fix any little mistakes. So I'm just used to someone else like catching the little things, mm-hmm. but. And also, style varies from magazine to magazine. So yeah. you can't necessarily know the style guide of every magazine that you're submitting to. So if one, I mean, essentially, the correct rule is to be consistent. So if right. your magazine's style guide says we don't use serial comma, then that's right. And you know what's weird though? I I bet that the fact checkers would. I don't know who's like who's there or isn't. That was my, the silent uh, raising of my eyebrows <laughs> that no one saw or heard. Um, but uh, I bet the fact checkers would be uh, jettisoned before the copy editors. Although, yes. like, you know, one would suppose that, that fact checkers should probably be valued more. Right. Uh, at but a, at a it's, I, I think it's because, like, the copy editor, for anyone who's worked someplace that's employed one, they, like project their like necessity in every interaction with them it's like <laughs> they really it's like, do it's like you you feel like that everything would just fall apart like the foundation of the building would just sort of like mm-hmm. dis- like dissipate if they the, might be the, the one paying the rent who knows yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> you you would just assume that there's like just grave importance to like you know everything that they do even though they're just putting the oxford commas in or taking them out or whatever you're right how do they manage to make everyone feel like they are the font of all knowledge at a newspaper they're like those tyrannical assistants that you know they walk in and they're like you couldn't do anything without me and then they just say that every day and eventually you're just like i couldn't do anything without my assistant (laughs) (laughs) it's true uh, Rob Ford 99 says for Thursday show just me or everyone I wonder if Jenna ever swears ever dropped an f-bomb and what was it over uh, I have never done that never ever Mm-mm. yeah I really we've talked about this before I Alan I have I am so it just doesn't stick to me it's like I worked at Daily Show I heard like every bad word I've heard it all and it just kind of like goes in one ear out the other and i can't like i've even thought like if i was gonna just really let it ream into somebody what would i say and i like i can't construct the sentences mm-hmm. properly <laughs> it's just not i don't know what it is when you're angry are you like oh shoot or yeah. oh fudge or is there like what's your go-to uh, dang it yeah maybe dang it man yeah, I and mean, it's not it's, even like people, fake says, swears. You guys. <laughs> that's usually one. Yeah, uh, that's my whine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you guys. You, come on. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, yeah, it's just, yeah. I don't know what my, it is. My go-to joke is always, it doesn't. It just doesn't feel right. So I just like walk in, what the damn is going on? And then, <laughs> I, then it doesn't really work right. And I'm like, I'm out. I don't, yeah, I'm we right. fail yeah. at it. Yeah. Now, when you guys were young, would you have gotten trouble, in trouble from your parents? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I think wouldn't so. have been down with this. Janae, I remember the first time I said crap, and she was mad at me for that. But I was pretty young, so maybe that was why. But I mean, I've heard 
I don't know. My my thing, my parents never swore. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so it was like, it wasn't our vocabulary and it wasn't like, if it's not acceptable for me, <laughs> it wasn't acceptable for them. So it's not like, I can be like, well, you do it all the time. Right. You yeah. know, so my dad would do it every once in a while. Like we, uh, we brought... I, I like signed up to bring the gerbils home from third grade <laughs> and I was like I got hooked up because it was over Christmas break so it was for like two weeks oh my gosh and my dad hated that and so oh. I, I do remember him being like put the damn gerbils in the cage <laughs> and I was like because <gasps> that was like a big deal but anyway, yeah you're like, third grade that's yeah, a big deal yeah, and yeah. I was like I probably shouldn't have signed up for two and a half weeks huh <laughs> yeah oh well but so. that that was one of the most fun things that happened in in first second <laughs> know, and third right? grade yeah, yeah. Oh. I never so, like, had that I, I never it, did so. either. Yeah. yeah, anyway. Was the word sucks considered a bad word in your family? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, my mom would like be like, oh, don't say that. And I'd be like, that vacuum sucks, mom. Am I right? Just oh. to try to, you know. <laughs> You're such a rebel. Isn't yeah. that in your stand-up act, Daniel? <laughs> Am I right? Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, but uh, I got in trouble because I didn't realize that anyone considered that a bad word. And then I was at a friend's house for dinner and I was like, oh, that sucks. And his mom was like, what? Don't say that. No. And, like, and I was like, what did I say that was bad? I didn't even know the word that was setting her <laughs> off, you know, because I, I was too young to realize, sure. oh, I guess if oh. you think about it, it's a bad word. Yeah. But yeah. I don't you know. I, I were, oh go ahead. Well, I hate it now when I go to someone else's house and they have kids, and you say something like "but," and they're like, "You can't say but, mom," and then I feel all awkward and weird <laughs> that like I've offended a three year old. Yeah, that's always a weird, yeah. weird moment. But I remember talking to a coworker at Daily Show who cursed all the time, which again I have no problem with it. It doesn't even like I mean it doesn't really phase me or anything. But like she, and then I was saying. That it was really funny that my little niece loved the Kelly Clarkson song, My Life Would Suck Without You. And then she like looked down on me like your niece says the word suck. And I remember (laughs) being like, but you swear all the time. (laughs) Like this is a pop song that's like so bubbly and happy. Like my life would suck without you. And she was like, I can't believe your niece sings that. (laughs) And I'm like, I cannot believe I'm feeling judged. Yeah. That's yeah, funny. so it's very weird, but no, sorry, I'm disappointing. Maybe, maybe no she knew she was a lost cause, and she just wanted better for the next generation, <laughs> <laughs> like 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 her hope of a right of a of a cleaner youth was wiped away <laughs> by this revelation by Kelly about Clarkson. your niece and yeah, yeah. the the last uh, yeah piece of optimism she was clinging to just just went away <laughs> with that anecdote. Well, I remember maybe my friend Michael Rosas, who's been on this show. A long time ago, uh, was saying that like, occasionally he'll have a cigarette. Although even imagining him, this was like ten years ago. Imagining him with a cigarette in his hand, I can't even imagine it. That's how much he did. Like there were the people who smoked and the people who didn't. But when he did, everyone would be like, "What? You don't smoke? What? You're smoking? What?" And give him such a hard time. People who smoked would, and that's kind of what oh it re- yeah. yeah yeah what it reminds me of. Like what you don't swear? What right? Yeah right. So it's. Hmm. That's funny. Yes. But what about when you're startled? Like if something is, if a if a something ran in front of your car, you would you would as an expletive you would say, "Oh, what?" I just would scream probably. Yeah. Oh, awesome. <laughs> I'd be Jenna, like, ah! Jenna makes the same sound of like, you know, if Netflix shuts down automatically without annoying or if someone's about to murder her, it's always ah! 
And so that's usually where I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> oh, the Apple TV shut down. Like, okay, well, don't scream like you're about to die. That's, that's not. That's very know. true. It's, it's very... just a, a one size fits all exclamation yeah, point. Yeah, just everything. a shriek. Yeah. Oh, I can. Yeah. yeah. In defense of the shriek over small things, it's involuntary. <laughs> it like, is. When Daniel and I are driving. I'll see a car, and I'm very bad with distance, so what's like 50 yards, like far away, but I'll suddenly yards. think we're about to hit it, and I'll be like, ah! Like a brake light will go off in 100 yards, and she's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, is that what? And yeah, then something's like, running out in front of the yeah, car. Yeah. 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 It's, no, but it's, I can't help there. it. I mean, I try to, but I you do can't. too, but yeah. Yeah. It's just a girl thing, I guess. That's right. Girl thing. Girl thing. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I was like, wait, we have one for that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> 4657 Jess says, just mirror everyone. Oh, speaking of girl thing. Perturbed by the fake mouse squeal sneeze that prissy girls do in front of people. Hashtag, you don't sneeze like that at home. I've heard guys that have a faux public sneeze. I don't, you know what though? I think the people who do that sneeze, and by the way, we're talking about like the, meow, meow. Oh. I think that they probably do do that at home actually. Some people just yeah, have they- obnoxious sneezes some pe- yeah and i agree that some guys have that sneeze too mm-hmm. it's, I i've heard th- it sneezes are their own thing yeah they're weird it would be kind of hard to fake a sneeze a real sneeze yeah i'm trying to like it to or not fake it but i mean all to put an affectation me- on yes your thank you yeah it would be hard i think i, I mean know. i know and this this came up in the on some of the older Thursday shows. I know people who will like pinch off a sneeze. If they need to sneeze, they'll just squeeze their nose and not sneeze. That seems wrong to me. It's so hard to do. Yeah, you can kind your of eyes like, water. Yeah, it's got to be bad for you. You can kind yeah. of keep the breath. There's like the breathy and non-breathy sneeze. But I think how it comes out, you know, before you pinch, that's just how it is. But when you say put an affect on it, it makes me think of like when Madonna was speaking British and people were all up in arms about <laughs> it. And it's like... And just like what a British, like sneeze. if you were trying to do, do right. like a British sneeze, it'd be like. <laughs> 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 it would be funny. Yeah, yeah. What would a British sneeze sound like? The problem with trying to hold in your sneeze is that if you do like a smaller version of your sneeze, it often sounds like a fart. <laughs> do you tell? It's like it like it'll go like like it's like yeah, this weird, it rattles in your face. Right. And then it's like, oh, now it just sounds like I farted and made a weird face. And I'm about to sneeze. Yeah. <laughs> and I there's no satisfaction. Yeah. yeah. You know that there's that old wives tale that you can't keep your eyes open when you sneeze. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, That's an old wives tale. I thought that was oh, yeah. science. Well, <laughs> well, I was apt, I was apt to find out and I felt a sneeze coming on. And I said, all right, I'm going to see if I can keep my eyes open. And I was wearing contacts at the time. And I held my eyes open, and both of my contacts went bloop, <laughs> simultaneously popped out of my eyes and were laying on my eyelids. The best part of it, I was driving a car at the time. Wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Which is the perfect time to the test scientific time theories. To be, yeah. 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 Well, needless to say, I didn't expect that outcome, but yeah. that's what happens. <laughs> it's bad for you. Wendy is going nuts in the corner. What is Daniel, what is she doing? Is she just happy? She was... She was looking out the the window in the door and started barking, and I tried to corral her, and now she's <laughs> going banana. <laughs> oh, man. It's okay. I don't think we're actually hearing her With, amidst all these other dogs that we're hearing. Mm-hmm. Well, so you actually kept your eyes open. I just didn't think it was possible. Um, 
Or are you not sure? You I did? tried to keep them open. I'm not sure if I actually <laughs> yeah. did. I mean, I must have. Otherwise, or how maybe would the contacts your eyes were just out? so dry that when your when your eyelids were forced closed, they knocked them out. I feel like I kept them open. Oh, I do well, have crazy. Sounds like I'm gonna have to do round two Myth of this yeah. scientific experiment. And this time I'll be driving a ship. Or <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Flying a helicopter. <laughs> so you had to pull over, I assume, and No, I actually I kept driving and because uh, I was because <laughs> I was in a highway. And <laughs> oh my god. <gosh. laughs> so I just and uh, I have terrible eyesight. And so I actually just took them one at a time, went like and put them back in. Wow. <laughs> I could have never done that. I never well said done. I was smart. <laughs> but you're very dexterous to, uh, to drive yes. and put your contacts put in. Put your contacts yep. in. Wow. Now, you're wearing glasses now, though. Are you, no, are you not a contacts person anymore? Yeah, I don't really wear contacts anymore. I just got tired of the, all the drops and water and right. contact and taking them it's out of the It's such an annoying ritual. Sucks. I agree. It's like the last thing I want to do at the end of a day. It's just like, oh, or, the beginning, or day, the beginning of a day. Or the beginning of a day. And then you got to wash your face. And the whole bedtime routine is the worst thing in the world, but wash, I've decided. Wash your face? Girls have a lot longer of a routine yes. than you boys. We do. You're supposed, to, you're supposed to wash your face? Well, mm, technically, recommended. yes. Amen, Jeff. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> he doesn't either. I know. That was like one of the first things. Like, you're not washing your face? I'm like, I took a shower today. <laughs> like, what else do I have to do? Oh, you were being serious when you're asking about this washing our face thing. Dudes yeah, do not wash. Sure. They typically don't, I no. don't yeah. think. No, not I guess. It's not a normal dude thing they don't to need wash to your face. don't need to remove anything. I only drag a razor across my face. Isn't that enough? Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> so hard. We do that like over... A lot more steel. Oh, yeah. So much of our body. We got a real <laughs> battle of the sexes I was trying to here. think yeah, of a seriously. fraction of how much... like. Is it a third of our body? <laughs> Two thirds? <laughs> That's all that math could come out. That's because I'm so bad at math. I'm like, I don't understand. If you were anybody else, that would have been a swear. <laughs> You're yeah. right. You're right. Listen, you son of a private <laughs> Speaking of shaving, every time, almost every time I shave my armpits, there's a burning sensation. I think it's razor burn. It must be yeah. razor burn. And but you have yeah. to keep shaving your armpit. There's no right. I mean, you can't let it heal unless you just get some shaggy pits. It's gross. Yeah. Of course, it's not like I ever wear a tank top, so I don't know. Same. Who who <laughs> I'm like? You know what I'll do? It's I'll good get out hygiene. Of the, I'll get out of the shower, and then I'll hold my armpit up in the mirror, and then I'll take a razor and just like clean up the couple hairs that I missed because for some reason I don't know if it's the shape of my armpit or what it is but I cannot get a clean shave in the shower I pretty much just hurt myself yeah and then I'll like clean up and then I think what am I doing this for though no one is going to see this it's not even like Daniel sees my armpits have you ever seen my armpit so let's not (laughs) have you ever seen my armpits yeah but like the inside of them I guess is the only (laughs) that's what your armpits are (laughs) Was it when I said, look, I cut myself? <laughs> yes. I've seen them. Wait, do you think that's like some secret thing that you've been hiding from me or something? What, that I have armpits? Your armpits? <laughs> well, I, I'm just saying I don't, I don't know. I'm confused. No, I don't, I don't think it's a secret that I've been hiding from you. I'm just saying. <sighs> what? You know, sometimes when you sleep, I lift your arm and uh That's what I'm saying. That's the only muscle when, yeah. when else would you see my armpits? I, and I get a good sniff. I just want to <laughs> see what's going on in that <laughs> armpit. Mm. All right. And finally, 
Omi Gravy says, confused how random songs I never downloaded and don't like find their way into my iTunes library on an unshared computer. How does that happen? I don't. I think someone's using your computer and downloading yes. songs is the answer. Yeah, to that. how does that even right. happen? Yeah, on an unshared computer. That does. Yeah, I don't think unless it's you too. Well, yeah, you. Well, too. that's possible, right? But that's the only time that's happened, isn't it? Yeah. How can we get the U two treatment for touch the tushy? Like, I want no. everyone Talk to be to on Tim everyone's Cook. phone. Who do we know? <laughs> right at Apple. <laughs> My favorite part of that song is when it goes into the "move your ass" refrain. Which let's oh, see if we can I find. Didn't even where, hear yeah, that I know. Part. We're talking over it. Sorry, Jeff. Hang on. I didn't give you much notice. Were you in choir when you were younger? I think that's my favorite part when there's like the lizard voice. She's my snuggleberries. Hey. And this is a new Purdue. This is a non trap dog joint. No, new- this is just some a fan sent us in. Yeah, this is uh, a killer it's production. Amazing. I think this fan's got a future in making club music. It's Dr. Dre. Yeah, <laughs> right. It was Dr. Dre. Well, I'll be opening for Skrillex next week. I think this fan's got a Vegas residency in his future. <laughs> right, I know. <laughs> he could be on the ones and twos. Yeah. That's where the residencies happen. No, okay. That's where they're on. On the ones and twos? Yeah. There you go. And and Daniel would be his headliner, so that'd be awesome. Let's do it. Ooh, we could, doing we like could live do an on-location podcast. Jenna, you do live vocals for dance music, right? Yeah. Yeah. Daniel... You can do it. You could do stuff like that. Yeah. You get some dancers behind I you. I want to get one of those microphones yeah. that attaches to your head so I can clap and move around. And <laughs> a headset mic? Mm-hmm. Like Jan Jackson. Yeah. Oh, that's skip so around, awesome. run up to the front of the stage and, you know, get the crowd going. Do like that really dramatic dive to your knees with your arms and yes. your head back. That's my oh, favorite. Oh, my God. I want to yeah. learn that move where you, you kind of skip backwards, you know? <laughs> It's kind of like a hip hop Backstreet Boys yes. type thing. Yeah, I got to do that. Then they'll is be that like the a- Roger Rabbit. Is that what that is? Uh, no, it's not the. That, well, the Roger Rabbit is similar to that, right? They kind of kick back. And they oh, kick, and they kick and they move it back. Maybe it is a Roger <laughs> well, Rabbit. Jenna, you should know this. <laughs> I should. I, I just imagine like when they move back and they look cool. Well, I could do that. Yeah. Sure, well. You know. Have you oh, seen really? me move back? You seen Daniel <laughs> get out of his chair? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, what I was going to say was, then there can be like a big scandal when it turns out you're lip syncing to yourself, <gasps> just like a real yes. Ashley Simpson style scandal. And then you like That's do exciting. some weird hobo dance off the stage. Remember how uh, weird that she was? was yeah. Yeah. That was so weird. Oh, that was crazy, guys. All right. I, I was just you- thinking oh. of sorry. No, well, it's okay. Yeah, go for it. Sorry for that sponsor for bringing touch of the tushy even even further into the segment but, <laughs> do it um i was thinking of what the over-the-top production would be on the touch of the tushy number like would it be like 10 dancers all like gyrating their ass in front of you as you were singing or would it be like 
like there'd be like a giant I'm ass imagining, that like that came down like yes, backstage. I'm imagining that a was giant like, ass like the backdrop. So I'm a uh, here's how or would it, it like here's how it fly? Goes. Would there be like a trapeze number? Well, I'll tell you what we what we're okay. doing. So there's a giant yeah there's a giant ass made out of silicone so it's jiggly. And we're going to have a group of people that are dressed in robes, you know, like the, um, the uh, Heaven's dances. Gate. And they're all going to come out and they'll, they'll touch the tushy and then rip off the robes and they have their tushies and then you touch the tushies. What? <laughs> Wait, who touches their tushies? Everyone yeah. touches everyone's tushies. Oh, wow. It's just a it's free big- for all of t- tushy touching. <laughs> wow. I like your vision. I didn't see it going that way, but I like it. And then what we have are you giant doing? video screens. But now that I've heard it, there can be no other way. I agree. This, <laughs> I'm imagining this at the Coliseum. Big. This is, you know, I've said When you much. get your residency there? Uh, like, yes. <laughs> yeah. I'll be at the Coliseum every Tuesday. <laughs> and are there tushies, t- tushies mm, mm-hmm. covered or no? No. Okay. Ooh. All sorts of assless type pants happening mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. with the tushy cut out. You got to see the tushy if you're going to touch the tushy. I didn't know mm. that was a rule. Yeah. Uh. But it makes sense. Yeah, it's the rule. Ooh, what about like uh, silicone <laughs> outfitted dancers that look mm-hmm. like you and Allison the way that uh, the sharks were at the Super Bowl halftime? Could do that. Sure. Yeah, like the cartoonish version. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome. That. And a giant, they, a giant oversized this. hand touching... <laughs> No, you, uh, the listeners need to know. I'm just kidding. This isn't really happening. You're not going to be at the Coliseum. No, they need to know that we're just joking. <laughs> you don't think they know? I'm not. No, I'm not going to be at the Coliseum doing this. You're not going to be even. Not even at, in Vegas doing a residency. Maybe. Well, anyway, sorry. <laughs> Do it. All right. What I was going to tell you guys, though, I wanted to tell you guys about the Retail Me Not app. This is an amazing way to get great coupons right on your smartphone because if you're like me then you'll get a coupon and you'll put it aside and you'll think oh this is one that I actually am going to use and then you'll go to the store and you'll be like oh god darn it that's me always oh fudge there was something I meant to bring Daniel you've been with me when I've done this yeah, and I, do. I hurt myself I mm-hmm. physically I slap my thigh mm-hmm. it's like touching the tushy I just go Ugh! because I'm like, why do I not just put it in my purse so that it's with me, but it's at home always? That's why the Retail Me Not app is perfect because then you have all the coupons you want right on your phone. Um, And uh, the thing with the Retail Me Not app is you can get thousands of coupons from 50,000 stores all in one place like Kohl's, Domino's, Best Buy, and more. And they have amazing deals, 60% off, free shipping, free gifts with purchase. Um, And the thing is, it's like you can just have it set your you can set your location and then it'll pull all the ones in that are near you or you don't have to do it that way you can also just search or you can just look at all the new stuff there's always different cool ways to do it um so you guys text an invite to download the free retail me not app right from your smartphone just text allison to 42767 and then you redeem the coupons right from your phone whenever you're checking out it's super easy uh retail me not is the best way to have thousands of coupons on your phone so you can save money stop what you're doing or wait till the show's over. 
And then immediately text Allison to 42767. Again, Allison to 42767. You'll get a text with a link to download the app. Never forget another coupon again. Text Allison to 42767 right now. Again, Allison to 42767. Message and data rates may apply. For terms and privacy, visit retailmenot.com. All right. Thank you guys so much for being on this super long show. This was fun. Thank you. Thank you. Follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. Email us, A-R-I-Y-M-B-F-Show at gmail.com. We have a ringtone available. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. You can get that by searching Hey, Go Fuck Yourself on your iPhone in the iTunes store. We have two special bonus episodes available recorded live at the LA Podcast Festival. First one with Doug Benson and Greg Proops. Next one with Doug Benson, musician Matt Costa, and the former Thursday Gang. Those are $1.99 in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. You can get those by searching Allison Rosen in iTunes. If you're going to buy something on Amazon, which you are because they have everything, click through the banner on my website, allisonrosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra. It helps out the show. Thank you guys so much for all your Amazon support. Thank you for your PayPal support. There's PayPal links on the right side of my website, allisonrosen.com. Um, Jeff, where should everyone go for you? You could follow me and not Dustin on Twitter at <laughs> Colonel Jeff Fox and Colonel Jeff Fox on Facebook. And you can check out my podcast, Barracuda Radio. And by the time you hear this, I should have a new episode out. Excellent. It's so great that Jenna swears she'll never listen to it. <laughs> Jenna refuses to listen to it. Find out what Jenna refuses to hear. <laughs> what? That's it. I mean, refuse? Me. When have I ever said refuse? Oh, we all know you've refused. Ugh. Daniel. I'm at Daniel Quantz, Q-U-A-N-T-Z. That's one Q, one T, one Z. Mm, that sounds um, good. I like that. What is it? Really one? No, there's two N's. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Alan. Uh, at Alan Moss, two A's, two L's, two S's. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Jenna. Uh, you can check out my podcast, Sorry Not Sorry with Jenny Kim Jones, where hashtag Alan and I talk about all kinds of crazy things. Um, you can find that on iTunes, just searching Jenna Kim Jones. And Dustin. Still nothing. And you can continue <laughs> to send your hate tweets to Jeff. <laughs> oh, yeah. And one quick uh, reminder. I know that I've been t- saying to you guys, yeah, you can get my podcast here and there and everywhere and blah, 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 which is still true. However, the best place to get it is iTunes if you are a person who uses iTunes. So I just want to hit that one again. Use iTunes. All the other ways are super convenient. But if you want to support the show and help the show, iTunes is from where I'm sitting, the best place for you to get the, the podcast, except that I uh, anywhere you want to listen to it actually makes me feel good. But subscribe. Okay. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? 